What is good, fam? This is your boy, Coach Southfit, a.k.a. Salvatore Jr., and this is the SBF Fitness Podcast. If you're ready to ditch the excuses, break the scarcity mindset, and transform into the best version of yourself, then buckle up. You are in the right place. Let's freaking get it, squad. Is it my intro or was it your intro? You didn't hey, even... honeys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hustle Honeys podcast. It's your girl, Chelsea Tans, back at it again with a new episode and a spicy guest host. Oh, I wonder, can you guys guess who it is? <laughs> can we guess who it is? Who is it? I can't see. It's me, mother truckers. Who's me? I'm Coach Sal. What's Who's up? Who's me? I am the better half to Miss Chelsea Tansy. This is true. Um, yeah, so I, when we clicked it, I thought she was going to do the intro and she didn't do the intro. Um, but we're here. We're live. And, uh, it's like the Spider-Man meme. Where both I love Spider-Man. Um, so yeah, Blueprint for Healthy Relationships. That's the title of my podcast because what we're doing is recording this simultaneously. Simultaneously. So that's the title. I don't know. Did you title it differently? Yeah, I said foundational principles for something like that. Foundational principles for healthy relationships. Yeah. Moral of the story is there's a lot of people, I feel like, that are struggling with healthy relationships, whether it's romantic, whether it's friends, whether it's family, and so we're going to come here, spit some value, and tell you what has worked for us in mending and keeping those relationships happy. Yeah, sounds good. Super excited. Um, So now I'm, I don't know if the mic is working, but let's just assume that it is. So now I'm a little closer to it. Here I'm further back. Now the reason for that is my back hurts all the time. Um, well, yeah, I could do that, but it's not really. I guess I could. So we could just we could pass it like this. Um, yeah. So I'm. Why are you laughing? What is so funny here? I don't know. You just um, yeah. So I'm super excited. Uh, let's kick it off. Let's start with Chelsea. Let's kick it. To I you. feel like I always start. Okay, well, what we were initially talking about is I feel like when I talk to clients, when I deliver value in my group, whenever I talk to even people, you know, out in public and they don't even know what I do, I always, always, always come across, like, people being like, oh, my husband won't let me, or, like, even, like, this is something we talk about all the time, and this is about romantic relationships, but, like, couples complaining about each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so you constantly see, like, dysfunction in relationships, and I think a lot of the time, um, especially with a lot of people that I talk to, is like, oh, crap, well, now I have to find someone else. And I don't think that that's always the case. I think sometimes it's, like, building the foundation in a relationship, and it could be already existing, but more so, like, how can we build that foundation and build those, like, I guess, guidelines in those relationships. So not only can you start healthy relationships, but also how can you create better relationships with the ones you already have? Okay. Yeah. I think that's a great point. And, um, I want to preface things a little bit before we dive a little bit deeper here. Um, so for context, we are not, um, relationship experts or gurus or doctors or scientists in any way. So Make sure that we're, we're clear of that before we get into this, okay? All we're doing is speaking from experience on things that have worked for us, maybe some things that haven't worked, and you could decide uh, what you want to do with that. And, you know, you could take some things from it, you could learn, you could not. It's totally okay. We're just coming on here with the intention uh, to help and serve based on our experience. So that's, I wanted to share that before we get into that. And on that note, I'm an expert. Take everything I said. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, cool, yeah, just contradict everything I just said. That's totally fine. Yeah, no worries. 
Um, but yeah, I just always like to kick things off so you guys have a very clear understanding of where I'm coming from because if you're new to wherever you're listening to this right now, regardless if you're on the live stream, you're on my podcast, her podcast, um, maybe you're brand new TikTok, to TikTok, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, there's a million different ways you could access the information. So if you're new, just want to give you context that we are not relationship experts, just things that we fucking have learned, right? So mm-hmm. True that. Yeah. Um, so could you uh, get back to the point that you shared before? <laughs> you just going to bounce off of me or Well, what? I, I want to address what you said because I think that was a valuable point though. I think that a lot of people don't realize how crucial it is to have people around them that actually, like, yeah, support them, but also, like, want to see them become that higher self. And I often find that that's one thing that gets left behind, especially in relationships, because, no offense, men are usually a little bit further behind than women. What is that supposed to mean? Not you, but in traditional relationships, especially when I talk to the girls in my group, it's like, to be honest, this is what it comes down to, is that men have less resources. What does this mean? Can you elaborate on this? Hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to bath with my boys here. What the freak? I need to rumble. What are we talking this about? Is, this is what it comes down to, is like, oftentimes, if you're looking at self-development, growth, people who are more likely to, like, sit down and read a book, listen to podcasts, join support groups, more often than not... The population is women. And I think oftentimes it is because we're not ashamed doing it. Okay. But we get the resources to do, to do those things. And what I see a lot in my community is that we have a lot of women who are continuously growing and wanting to become better and wanting to, like, manifest and, like, create the life of their dreams and, like, start these side hustles. And there's, like, this huge life that I think oftentimes if you haven't ex- been exposed to that type of mindset, it's like they think that you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And okay. that would happen in both times, but more often than not, I find it happens specifically with, with women. It does happen, too, also. If you're younger, again, you have more resources. You're less shamed. You have more social media so that you can learn more about adapting healthy relationships and how you, as a person, can grow. But when it comes down to, say, maybe you're talking to your mom, maybe you're talking to like an older aunt, I find, especially for me, older generations tend to not be as receptive. So what you're trying to say is, so correct me if I'm wrong, what I got from that is that it's a little bit more challenging. No, <laughs> you I'm were serious. like ready to well, go. No, I, just, I just want to make sure that I'm clearly understanding what's being communicated right now. So what you're saying is that it's a little more challenging for the males to open up about this because there's a stigma that what, maybe we'll be considered or viewed as weak because you're talking about our emotions is that what I'm getting or or yeah well and I do think it's like older generation specifically because I'll be like 100% transparent even when I talk to like my parents my dad specifically he's like I didn't know that I could could what even like grow didn't know like therapy was like allowed you know what I mean because they have like certain belief systems that they haven't been able to break through Mm -hmm. so I think when it comes down to this podcast is how can we give you um I guess, like, de- developmental skills that you can apply to your relationships, regardless of who that's with, but especially if it's with people that you feel like, oh my god, like, I'm having a hard time breaking through, I'm having a hard time maintaining a relationship, mm-hmm. and especially I find it's, like, always the ones that you want to maintain the most that are, like, holy fuck, this is killing me, I don't know how to get them on my end, but what I see is people don't want to be held back, because their relationships, nine times out of ten, are going to be the very thing that, like, are going to be pulling you back whether yeah. it's business personal whatever mm-hmm. one million percent i think the thing i want to kind of piggyback off with that is like if you're staying in environments that are not serving you then it's going to be really difficult for you to grow so i think i don't know where um i made this analogy recently might have been with my team might have been on a client call i don't remember um but if you think of 
a shark in a fish tank. It'll only grow to the size of the fish tank. But if you put that shark in the ocean, it'll grow to the size of the ocean. Did I get what? Do you remember what I said about the goldfish? So maybe I got it from you, but I, I, I couldn't think of where I got it from. Um, and the reason that kind of ties into what we're saying with relationships is because a lot of times like we stay in relationships, maybe out of the fear that we can't find better. That, you know, we get complacent and comfortable as like people in our routines and it becomes habitual and then it, it almost seems more daunting to break out of that and get outside your comfort zone and start over. Right? Are you mm -hmm. resonating with that? Are yeah. We, can anybody agree to that? <laughs> but I, I also think when it comes down to it as well, when, you know, one of the biggest foundational principles <laughs> that we're going to talk about is like communicating and like boundaries and setting expectations. When it comes down to all of these things, I think that there is like a huge stigma, I guess I will say, that people believe that doing those things leads to confrontation, that doing those things leads to, you know, fighting because more often than not, if you're in a toxic kind of relationship, of any sorts, of course, that's going to be what happens. It's going to break up and be a fight. It's not enjoyable for anybody to be in. So I think oftentimes we avoid that, but then it also holds you back to the very thing that you want the most, which is a healthy, happy relationship. So that's a really good, interesting point, because if you're in a negative toxic, and like, so what, like the title is healthy relationships. Now you could apply this to any type of relationship, whether it's a friendship, a family member, a partner, whatever it is. So I want us to be clear and say that we're not just talking about intimate relationships. Okay, this applies to everything. Now, going off of your point, it could be simple. So there's a couple things that I want to touch on. Communication, boundaries, expectations. So I think a good example of that would be the exercise we did last night, right? Do you want to take it away? It was your exercise. So let's break this down, okay? Now, I, I just want to say also, I was so impressed when you came to me with this. Well, I can't take full credit for it because my... Brownie points. Brownie points. Um, but I got it from my coach, Zach. So Zach, love you, brother. Shout out to you. Uh, I can't take full credit for this exercise, but I think it is super powerful. So um, specifically, you could apply this to really any relationship or person, friend, family member that you care about in your life. Because going off of, mm -hmm. of that earlier point, like confrontation scares a lot of us. Most of us don't like to, you know, really voice up, speak our opinion or, you know, have someone disagree with us. You know, it's, it's not really like a comfortable thing. Mm -hmm. So then the question becomes, well, how do I combat that? Right. And for us, what we did last night is, was that last night or two nights ago? Two nights ago. Two nights ago when I got home from Utah. We literally sat down with a piece of paper and she just wrote down on one side what her needs and expectations were. And then I wrote down what I wanted on the right side. And then what we did was try to just piece them together. And it, it's just a simple conversation of like, hey, this is you know what I expect and what I really want from you, from me, mm -hmm. and vice versa. And like I'm trying to really hammer home with this is you could apply that to your family, to, to your friends. You know, you don't have to stay in environments that aren't serving you if it's truthfully something that's like draining your energy. Nobody's forcing you to be anywhere. Like, let's make the example of maybe you have friends that aren't really like have your best interest at heart. You know, maybe they're people who are constantly partying and drinking and going out all the time. You don't want to do that, but you do it anyway to appease them because mm -hmm. it's going to, you feel more friction with speaking up for yourself and saying things because the fear of, well, they might not look at you the same. They may be frustrated with that, right? So... I truthfully think it's more of leaning into what you really want and just trying to have open and honest conversations, right? Yes. I also think that when it comes down to any kind of relationship that 
obviously there's going to be times where you do have to make certain compromises, but you shouldn't go into a relationship that doesn't meet your needs and that leaves you feeling maybe drained or like energetically just like fucking wiped or maybe you feel like shit after hanging out with someone. And I think oftentimes people are like, oh, but they do X, Y, and Z and we compromise it and we justify it because we're like, oh, this is friends. I'm not always going to get what I want. But I think that there is like a lot of instances where you're going to get like pretty close to if you understand what those needs and wants and expectations are. So I think it's also not only getting clear with it with the person, like with the people in your life, but also with yourself. Because if you're going into situations and you don't even know what you expect from yourself or what you want or what means a lot to you, then it's like, how do you expect other people to meet those needs and fulfill relationships because you don't even know yourself on that same basis? All right, I'm about to go off for a second because I speak to a lot of people on a daily basis that will always say, well, I don't have the time and money for a fitness coach, right? I'm too busy. You don't understand. Like I'm really strapped for cash. The thing is, is that you're not even aware that you need that information. So going back to your point, Chelsea, of you don't know what you don't know, you're not even aware that that information exists. So then therefore you're just subject to, okay, I don't really need it. But then the problem is all you get is the same fucking shit you've always gotten because you're doing the same things over and over again. So in order to break that cycle, you have to do things you've never done. So it's a simple saying. I've said this a million times on my podcast. In order to get something you've never had, you have to be willing to do something you've never done. For me personally, no, it's, it's just like it gets me fired up because I could have stayed at my corporate job the rest of my life if I wanted to. I could have gotten, I was getting paid pretty well, good salary, pension, benefits, all those things. Nobody was forcing me to leave that job, but I was fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. So going off of this, I know it's a little bit of a tangent, but if I was to stay in an environment that didn't serve me, I wouldn't be where I am right now. I wouldn't have been able to muster up the courage to move from New York to Florida in a state that I've always dreamed of living, but now I am I'm living my truth. I'm now building a coaching business and helping people and doing all these things that I feel really good about. But you I would have. You could have done that with the people that were around you? It's not to talk shit, but maybe, probably not, you know, just because like they're maybe not on the same wavelength and that's okay. It's never, so this is another good point to this too. It's never to say, oh, fuck you. You don't see me, mm-hmm. this, this, and that. Like, it's not coming from a place of hate. It's coming from a place of love and hey, like my time is limited here. You know, like, let's be real for a second. Nothing is fucking promised. And if you're trying to live to appease other people out of the fear of what they're going to say, then you're never going to get what you want at the end of the day. And it's simple. I always ask, like, is it more important to be liked or to be happy? I personally, listen, there's probably a lot of people that don't like me. There's probably a lot of people that talk shit about my Instagram, this, this, and that, but it doesn't really bother me because I'm at peace. I'm in alignment with what I'm doing. I feel good. You know, like, let's make the example cool, right? I left my job. I started my business. I moved to Florida. I'm competing. I'm helping other people. I have you right next to me. I would say, make the argument that life's pretty fucking good for me. You know, where there's maybe people that I grew up with that are in the same jobs, doing the same shit, going to the same bars with the same people. And for me, that scares the shit out of me being in the same spot five, 10 years from now. And if that's cool with you, totally cool. Again, like it's not an issue. It's not something that we need to handle all. But personally for me, this is what fires me up. So going back to the the topic of this episode, blueprint for healthy relationships, or what was the title you had? We, We both had different ones. Regardless, we're, we're <clears throat> breaking down like how to just get the most out of your life and just have some open, honest conversations because you'd be surprised. It's pretty easy. All right, I'm ranting. Go ahead. <laughs> That's okay. I think it does truly come down to like having clarity with what that is in the first place. And I think a really big example that I literally learned from you was I always had people around me who were like supporting me when I would do something. I was like, yes, yes, good. You're doing it. Like, oh, you're losing weight, whatever, right? 
but it's very rare that you're going to have someone that actually keeps you to your word because they want what's best for you. Do you know what I mean? And so the very big difference is if I was like, oh, I'm on a weight loss journey, whatever, you could be like, cool, have fun. That's awesome. But it's like, if I go to fucking eat a whole thing of Halo Talk, you're going to be like, what are you doing? You know, yeah, I think like... And I think that's like a very big difference when it comes down to like support systems in... In relationships. We could move fucking mountains in this world if with two things that I'll share with you guys. Number one, being your word. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Number two, just being fucking honest. So, like, going back to your point, that's why I'm sharing this. I, what do I do with you? Like, I'm pretty fucking, like... <laughs> I'm pretty stern with holding her to a certain standard. Sometimes where she gets like pissed about it, you know, I'll be like, did you post today? You know, did you do this, this and that? And she's like, no. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? You know, I'm not, I'm not just going to sit here and like pat her on the back. Like, no, it's okay to compromise on the things you're not doing. Cause in my eyes it's not. And I think that's like the most important thing. So like, yeah, it's, it's fucking uncomfortable, but what's more uncomfortable to me is to see you not live up to the expectations and potentials that you have. Well, and I think that's it, is, like, we know each other's standards, so it's so easy for us to, like, hold each other to it. Yeah. And I think that's... Well, this this goes back to... Is my hair? This, <laughs> this goes back to the title of the fucking episode. It, like, you are not meant to stay in places that aren't serving you. You're not meant to be in toxic, unhealthy relationships. You know, like, it, it doesn't have to be something you just accept. You know, like think like it's, it's difficult especially if you're like staying in the place you grew up in like the last year with moving out of my hometown to a different state has really opened my eyes there's so much to life there's so many people and things to see you're not fixated to just the people you went to high school with and again it's not to say that there's anything wrong with them but simply put does it align with where you're going and who you want to be and where you want to go in life if it doesn't you're not fixated on staying there well maybe it will sound my job chelsea you don't understand you know i have kids i have this this and that but at the end of the day like you don't have to continue spending time and energy on those people you don't have to answer their text message you don't have to call them every week you don't have to hang out with them every week so i'm not saying that's what i said to my to my group like i went live this friday and i was talking about like having like those kind of relationships and i was like no one is making you answer the text no one is making you go to hang out with them and i think i always think about the example of like you are the sum of the five people you hang out with the most so it's like if you're not confident with that then it's time to switch it up and i even made the example of like with my clients i'm like if you would not bring the five people you hang out with to dinner with me and cursed if you're not proud of who that person is, then why are they in your life? Mm-hmm. And I think also to like reiterate, I think a lot of the time, and I'll be honest, like I used to come out of this with a really huge fuck you energy where I used to think it had to be like block, delete, you have to be out of my life, you're not serving me. But I do think it has to be like, it, it gets to be a good thing where it, it can be amicable amicable and you can still love the Ooh. person you can still have, you can still have <laughs> like decent relationship where you don't have to cut them out entirely but sometimes it's just distance right if it's the top five people you're around the most then what does that look like for you maybe it's just taking some distance maybe you're still there for you know big accomplishments and maybe you're still going for dinner on their birthdays but it doesn't have to mean oh my god we're best friends especially if it's someone who's completely diminishing like your good energy on a daily weekly basis listen there's people that i grew up with and have spent a lot of time with that i have a lot of love for who i have not seen in years or i have not spoken to or or anything <laughs> what, are you, what are we laughing at TikTok you can't look at the tiktok comments. Know, that was the worst thing i ever did I, it is you just can't do it i've learned that the hard way do not look at the tiktok comments okay so going back to the point there's been plenty of people that I've grown up with that I love to death that I have not seen in years or I haven't really spoken to. It's not to say that we're not still good friends. 
it's just sometimes we're fixated on doing certain things in life and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right? I completely agree. I think you have to like want more for yourself more than you want other people to be happy with you. And that's really what it comes down to is like people search for validation through their relationships. And if they're not getting this like sense of like worthiness for being a good friend or a good mom or a good whatever is they just self abandon over and over and self neglect and don't take care of themselves or prioritize themselves because they're like, I get the validation from whatever this relationship is giving me. When in reality, if you were to just give yourself and instill the confidence of just doing what is best for you rather than just fucking rolling over and playing dead, you would have that validation from Mm. yourself. You wouldn't need to rely on those other people to do it for you. Because no amount of alcohol, drugs, going out, other people that aren't aligning with you are ever going to make you feel better than you could make yourself feel better. 100%. And I think that's also like what a healthy relationship is. It's like with or without each other, we're good because we... We invest in ourselves. Okay, so let's... obviously, I'd I'd be I'd devastated and I'd hold on throw myself in a river. But let's uh, let's break that down. So I just spent a week in Utah without you because I'm sure there's probably people that are curious about that. So unpack that. Let's break that down. Right Mm -hmm. now, I went by myself. Why? Because you had a client that was coming to visit you, Mm -hmm. and you wanted to be present with her. So I, as a healthy partner, I'm not going to say, "Oh, you should not." spend the time with your client, you should come with me because you need to be with me at all times. I think that's actually huge. Okay. Something we've both been through. Let's example. We'll we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. So that's the thing. I was fully supportive and said, no, you should be with your client. I have this event. I need to go. This is what's best for me. We both mutually agreed. She stayed here in Florida. I went to Utah by myself and there's no issues. I think it's because we both know what's best for each other rather than like selfishly being like, well, what do I want? And that's the fucking thing. It's not just intimate relationships this comes down to friendships to your family to everybody in your life if you could approach it with that mindset and perspective of like yo i truthfully just want the best for you and you have an open and honest conversation on what that looks like without getting emotionally charged Mm -hmm. right then why can't you get the things that you want it's like you have to view it from a logical standpoint rather than you gotta fucking sorry to cut you off but you gotta like ditch your fucking ego here yeah you know, and accept that you probably don't have all the answers. And again, that's why I wanted to like clearly say in the beginning of the episode that I'm not a doctor, I'm not a relationship <laughs> expert, I'm not any of this, because what you choose to do with this information is up to you. I'm just speaking on experience. Now, to go back to the other point that you said with toxic relationships, I think a lot of the reason that I feel the way I do now is because I've, I've been in a good amount of those. Mm-hmm. You know, I've experienced all that shit that does not feel good. You know, with the constant fighting and arguing and the lying and the cheating and, and all that physical, well, I shouldn't even say physical, I should say mental abuse and things that are just not good. Are you well, punching people? I, no, <laughs> but it was, you know, there's been some things that I won't share on this podcast that, yeah. you know, we're not too proud of. And maybe that's another episode for another day. <laughs> but simply put, there's been a lot of things that we both have dealt with in our lives. Could you agree? I feel like we've both been through things like that. Like, and I think a lot of people even like, listening to this now could relate to being like maybe you go to have a girls night and your boyfriend's fucking blowing up your phone who are you with who's there what are you doing and like always like picks a fight when you go to like do something with your friends so now it's like you don't feel like you can do those things so i think it also comes down to like the needs and the wants like you said boy time i don't necessarily have friends right now (laughs) but i like my alone time i don't have any i don't have any here I don't have any here. I FaceTime them, so that could count. Okay, so but, you're because you're from Canada and you're living in Florida. That's why she doesn't have friends. Not that she's weird. I promise she's kind of cool. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes. I'm kidding. 
So yeah. that that is why. But I think it, it really does come down to, like, obviously you're having those, like, stern boundaries. But also being able to, I think, identify these patterns. Because I do believe no one is waking up and being like, I'm going to be toxic. Actually, that's a lie. I see a lot of TikToks that are people yeah, well, being like, I chose to be toxic. But for the most part, like, it's just a lot of it is patterns and beliefs that people have grown up maybe they saw you know their parents replicating maybe they saw it in their friendships yeah and maybe they started to think that that's how things had to be but I think the really cool thing about what we do is that we get to show people a new way and I always like to say that we get to be the light because you get to show people a deeper or better understanding of how to communicate how to deal with things how to like experience these emotions. So I think that I like that you said to ditch the ego because a lot of times when it came down to that, and I think if you are listening to this and you're like, I always get mad when my significant other goes out or maybe you guys have like communication barriers is like really being able to step back from like your emotions, be able to like visually see them for what they are and understand them as well. And I think that's a big thing that like our whole generation is missing the gap on a little bit is not being able to understand themselves on why they feel these ways. In order to have healthy relationships, you yourself have to do the work. It's not like a one line thing of being like, people are going to come into my life and they're just going to fit this puzzle piece. If you're still battling your demons and you're not able to separate you, you yourself from your ego, you won't be able to to participate in those kind of relationships like we both did a huge amount of work spending time alone therapy staying in every weekend and like doing all of these things like committing to like podcasts and books and doing all that we wouldn't be the people we are if we didn't commit so much to our own well-being mm, so you said doing the work what does that mean is that what you just i think mentioned? it's like facing your like face your fucking insecurities face the things like if you're getting upset or angry about something that's a trigger why is that coming up for you where is that feeling coming from is that actually coming from the other person or is that shit that you have to unpack for yourself well and you know what's funny about that too is that like nobody is ever going to be knocking on your door and saying hey you need to do this this and that in order to get this result so like going to the topic of what we're talking about like no one was saying to me hey sal you need to get into therapy you need to listen to podcasts and read books and prioritize the gym if i didn't manually do that myself then i I wouldn't be here and it's the same thing for you right you could agree on that Mm -hmm. so then it's like well what does doing the work mean and and i think it's just about wanting to change so like you don't have to hit rock bottom to turn things around you know you could just be proactive and say hey like i'm not really too happy with where i'm at i should probably do something about that and i venture to say that all of you guys are probably smart people that are aware of that it's just about actually choosing to do it and stepping into it consistently and I think doing the work doesn't necessarily, obviously change is inevitable, but I don't think it it's that, like means that you need to change. I think it just means becoming more aware and reacting differently mm-hmm. to what you're like conscious of that is happening within you or outside of you. Mm-hmm. Callie, shout out to Callie. So she dropped that comment, <clears throat> um, changing for yourself and then simultaneously better as your partner. That's, that's how right. it should be. You know, like it, it shouldn't be, you guys are like, because I, I don't understand that, you know, and the thing is, I, I speak with conviction on that is because like I used to be in relationships like that, where it's like, we're not supportive, we're tearing each other down, we're constantly fighting and arguing about things that like don't even make fucking sense. Whereas like, we should be uplifting each other and, and supporting each other and working on that to be the best version and of ourselves. I think that there's also like a part of people and this is where also doing the work comes into play, where there's people that like get a kick 
out of that because us nowadays it's like we literally don't even have the energy even if you like one of us tried to pick a fight we would just be like uh, whatever like you know what I mean like it wouldn't be something that we would continuously entertain because there's no part of us that's like I feel like people feel like the hunger of being like I need to fucking freak out because you're not dealing with yourself you're not dealing with your emotions and then they pile up and they pile up and they pile up and then they just look almost for a reason to go off well, yeah, then it becomes a question of, is it really a reflection of you or the other person? Well, I would venture to say that you are reflected in your relationships. Yeah, I, well, that's my point, is that it's it's probably you that has some work to do. Mm-hmm. And then, like, going off the things that I just learned in Utah, like, it really is just all conditioned beliefs. You know, we go through life, like, when we first start, like, can we go a little bit to inner child quick as we wrap this up oh you in a little inner we, child now well we got a, we got a few minutes here because i know you have a call in a can, couple minutes can we but, talk about the fact that i used to always talk about what does a little tea need and i would talk to sal about his well, inner child and then he'd he'd look at me like i'm crazy well because the thing is i didn't understand it until i went to utah and then once i went to utah and i was working with my mindset coach and his team the they were child. they were able to show me what that is and i was just was, saying it with no context and he was like what the frick Well, that's the thing is I I didn't understand it. So let's elaborate on that. Why I'm sharing that. Can you break that down? So how I would describe the inner child again, not licensed therapists, but I would look at it as the younger version of myself that started to either go through things that have the conditioned beliefs that usually is like the hurt version of yourself I would also venture to say like shadow version of yourself that holds these ego stories of if freaking if he's on his phone doing work that my inner child my ego is being like oh my god he doesn't care about me I'm not important blah 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 where it's like logically you can understand that that's not true but your inner child is going to continue to tell you these conditioned beliefs and these conditioned stories because this is what I knew as a child because that's how I felt growing up Mm -hmm. Is that an accurate representation? Well, yeah. I mean, if, if I'm trying to serve my team and it goes over a little bit of this. So let's talk about that really quick. We had the, the I told you, let's do it at 4.30 and I got called up serving my team. Next thing you know, it's like 5, 5.10 and she's like, well, wh- wh- she was getting mad. Like, well, why aren't we, why aren't we doing it? Why aren't we? And what, what am I, not important? I'm like, no, if you're still important. I'm just a little bit. I didn't say I, I, might, I said it makes me feel. I was expressing my. I was I communicating. Know, I know, but the thing is, is that I could have internalized that and got frustrated and like clapped back at you, and it could have been that whole thing. But I was just like, well, that's not true. I think it is also like important that like to communicate your feelings because I think it a really big part of like even and this I feel like would be on a more, I want to say extreme level, of a relationship is like I understand what your like inner child might be thinking. And I feel like you also understand me on that basis too. So like if something comes up, I make sure, oh my God, I'm going to reassure you because I know that that's what you need. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the thing. None of these things that we're talking about and the lessons we've learned from the experiences we've had have been accidental. Nothing. There are no accidents. There are no accidents. There are no accidents. You are 100% responsible for your life's experience. Like, these are foundational laws and principles of the universe. Like, you don't have to listen to me. This is what it is. A little universe Okay? I'm fucking spiritual now, right? And, uh, yeah. And, like, (laughs) we didn't really cover the inner child thing. But basically what I got from it is that, like, when you're born, you're perfect, you're whole, you're complete. You go through life. You experience things that maybe impact your beliefs based on the fears that you have and you become conditioned to believe that that's the type of person you are when in reality it's not you so for example let's say hypothetically 
you're going through elementary school because those are your younger days and maybe you wear a t-shirt that you get made fun of for and people start to call you stupid and then maybe you start to believe it a little bit and you start to believe that you're stupid and then things happen that justify that and all of a sudden you're a stupid person but is that the truth is that the reality probably not but you continuously identify that for the last five eight ten years so you're just cemented in your ways of thinking that you're stupid when in reality you're not I think it's so important to watch that verbiage, too. I'm going to be honest. I was earlier, a post popped up on my Facebook from this, like, old girls group. And this girl was like, my boyfriend continuously calls me ugly and an idiot. Do we think that's okay? He says he's joking. I was like, hold the phone. Because especially if, <laughs> like, wait, no, no, no. But I think especially if you grow up in an environment where maybe like you're continuously called stupid by your parents and then all of a sudden your significant other is piling on that, maybe a teacher hinted at it one time, it just continued to cement that belief. So I think it's really important to be able to break past those beliefs and also be super picky and like who's talking to you what way, but especially like how you talk to yourself. Mm -hmm. I would never. Yeah. I, I, have I ever called you a name? Me, Bob. Yeah, all right. Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> That doesn't count. No, but yes, <clears throat> um, it can be sometimes. And that's the, the the crazy part about it too, is that it, it can be family sometimes. And that's unfortunate, mm -hmm. you know, but the things that people say to you are not a direct representation of who you truly are. You know who you are and those you answers. You don't have to internalize that. You don't have to internalize that. And those answers have always been inside of you and they always will be. And that sense of understanding of that is pretty fucking liberating. So if you guys take nothing else from this episode, take that. Take that. Is that all we got? Well, pretty much. That was good. Should I wear my hat like this for those who are on the line? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, hope you got some value from this episode. If you did, whatever platform you're listening to this on, go ahead, shoot us a DM. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was, whether that's myself or Chelsea. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you have the best day of your entire lives. We'll see you in the next episode. Let's get it. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you got value from today's episode and you want to work closely with me and my team, head on over to my Instagram at SalFitTorio. That's S-A-L-F-I-T-T-O-R-I-O and message me the word ready and we could have a chat about whether or not I could help you reach your fitness goals. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and I hope you have the best day of your entire life. Talk to you guys soon. Peace.